guys, welcome back to another episode of Move Memoirs. Today, I'm joined by Kaylee Benoit, founder of Bind London. Hi, Kaylee. Hi, how are you doing? Good, thank you. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you so much for having me on. No, thank you for coming. This is well, virtually for being on here. <laughs> yeah, morning, guys. Um, but no, thank you for joining. Um, it's yeah, I'm looking forward to, to talking to you actually. I've been reading up about Bind and about um, your journey so far. And so I feel like it's really cool to have you on here. And I think it's going to be really inspiring um, for people to hear as well. So let's get started. Um, so before I talk about Bind, I did want to talk a bit about your personal journey I was reading a bit about um you and just how you came into doing and um, what you're doing at the moment and I um, read that you have been on a fitness journey for about seven years am I right yeah seven years yes. <laughs> so um yeah I just wanted you to talk to us a bit about like, what the start of that journey um looked like and like how you you came into fitness like what made you want to um embark on a fitness journey and yeah just a bit about yourself really yeah, sure. So, um, hi everyone. I'm Kaylee. Um, I started my fitness journey seven years ago, so 2013. I was one of those people who, um, <laughs> some people might resonate, maybe not. Um, I was one of those people who I really wanted to just get in shape. And mm-hmm. to be honest, my, the start of my fitness journey was literally about the aesthetics mm-hmm. and nothing else. Um, I was one of those people who had a gym membership and would not use it. I would go to the gym and either just be in the car parked outside for 10 minutes and go, or I would get in and you would see me as, you know, someone who wanted to hide in the corner of a class. Um, I didn't like classes. I had zero confidence and um, I just didn't like fitness at all. Um, I ended up getting a personal trainer who is now my very good friend and, um, he really motivated me to get in shape and and I think from there it was just on that journey getting in shape feeling stronger and seeing the effects and feeling the effects of how it uh, how it impacted my career how it impacted my just daily outlook and I thought oh wow fitness really does impact more things than just your body shape Right. And then as I got stronger and fitter and more confident, um, you just naturally end up having more goals. So it, it stemmed, it went from originally just wanting to get in shape for a holiday to wanting to train for marathons and then, you know, trying to push yourself in more things, trying out different types of fitness. So that's where I'm at at the present. I'm very open-minded with types of fitness that I like to do. I always like to experiment and try different things. and I now know the importance of physical well-being right. in my lifestyle. That's perfect. And I know you said you mentioned um, there were a few changes that you noticed that helped to keep that motivation up. So I wanted to ask, in terms of like on the days when, you know, closer to the beginning, when you were just like, I want to do this, you had the PT, but there were like might, might be moments where you weren't necessarily seeing the changes straight away. What were some of the things that, you, that really motivated you that you think um, others might relate to? Um, so pre-personal trainer or during personal trainer? Or both. Let, yeah, let's go for both. So pre-personal trainer and then, and then post-personal trainer. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I did end up getting a personal trainer quite early on because okay. I just, it was a struggle. Right. I did a struggle, but I think, um, my nutrition really did impact that. It did play a part in that because I was I was very tired. It was interestingly that what um I I was a teacher, full time teacher, and the school that I worked in was next door to the gym. 
Oh. So I really was like, I, I have no excuse <laughs> because my car was parked in the gym car park. So if I don't go, then they really, I really do have a problem. Mm-hmm. And um, it was, it was um, the extra energy that I was getting. And I was thinking, wow, well, I'm training more, but I have more energy. How does that right. work? You think if you were training more, you'd have, you'd be more tired. But um, no, it was, it was the complete opposite. So you ended up getting addicted to the feeling. Right, just, yeah. Like, I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> so at the moment you are are you still a full time teacher? No. So um I left full time teaching in July, um last July, so that I could pursue by London with more time. Um I do supply teach um like a couple of days a week, but obviously with everything going on with lockdown, I've yeah. been able to just dive into by London and use lockdown as productively as possible. Right. And that's a, a really great segue onto my next um, subject. So, so talking about Bind. So um, you are the founder of Bind London and I will let you um, let the people know. It's really cool, actually, because, yeah, it's really cool. I was even looking. Okay, I won't spoil it. <laughs> you you um, just let everybody know um, about Bind and, and how it, it became what it is right now. Sure. So um, I'm the founder of a high fashion sportswear brand called Bayern London. Um, it's a fitness and athleisure brand that uh, specialises in headwear that not only protects against sweat, heat and moisture, but it's the first brand of its kind right. um, catered for all hair types and textures. So um, as I explained, um, I'm a woman of colour and being on my fitness journey for seven years and my natural hair journey for two years, right. um, I wanted something that was going to protect my hair when training and I tried a lot of different types of headwear. I set up a YouTube channel to review headwear and I just wasn't really satisfied with what's out there. So I just decided to create my own. I wanted something that was a line that was culturally inclusive, that looked super stylish, but had that functional element as well. Um, I used that message just throughout um, everything with the brand, every touch point with the brand. Um, We use fashion as a way of, empowerment and we use the hashtag brave bold bind to really just inspire and motivate and yeah that's a, a, a short succinct summary of fine london right um i've got so many questions so when i was reading the story and just reading about what made you want to do this um i was like i can actually relate but it's funny because every time like i'd be like oh, i need some headwear at the end you just i just sort of give up like you know what <laughs> i'm just gonna have to sweat the <laughs> and worry about the problems later so like what yeah. made you where was where did the confidence come from to say do you know what i i am in the fitness in, um, industry in terms of i am pursuing a fitness journey and i i'm going to be the person to, i'm not going to you know send an email to suggest like a brand does it i'm going to do it where did that confidence come from to, to take this on um good question um so as as well as teaching um, I also qualified as a personal trainer. So I, I oh, loved fitness to that degree <laughs> um, because people were asking me lots of things about fitness, how to do this, how to do that. And right. I didn't feel confident to really give uh, fitness advice unless I'm qualified. So I thought, well, if I'm going to be training people regularly, working out to that intensity, uh, I, I kind of need something here. <laughs> yeah. It was It was also, to, to be completely honest, it was the start of my natural hair journey that really... Um, made me think of the brand so um before I was wearing my hair straight I was wearing uh, blow dries and then I wore a weave and it was a weave was really my just lazy way of wearing my hair 
um, because my, my natural hair was underneath. So I could just train really hard. And it's like, well, who cares? My like natural hair's underneath. underneath yeah. <laughs> I, I felt really inspired to, to start that natural hair journey. So it was only when I trained the, the day after um, my hair was um, natural, I thought, oh, yeah, like, how am I going to protect this hair? <laughs> right. so it was from there that I um, started thinking about it and, and started going shopping for headwear. And I, I didn't, I, I mean, the headwear was okay, but I don't like okay right. stuff. <laughs> I like great stuff. I like performance um, attire mm-hmm. and um yeah that's kind of how it stemmed and what sealed the deal was um the book slay in your lane and i do give credit to yomi and elizabeth because i I did give them a shout out on linkedin and it was the business chapter um and that was a really huge turning point reading that business chapter by um from a book by two uh, women of color Mm. and i thought i have this idea i'm gonna run with it i'm gonna turn it into a business see what happens you only got one life (laughs) honestly that's really amazing and I wanted to find out so from you how you felt in terms of like being a woman of color in the fitness environment um I know I feel like we do have our everyone has their own experiences and for me I feel like I was similar to you so I decided to train as a PT um and yeah I ended up not really training in gyms a lot and also being more of a home workout person in terms of like encouraging people outside of the gym partially I think maybe because of like I don't know I did I did feel like sometimes I, I stuck out like a sore thumb or just that ha- like not not having that comfort in terms of like making sure it was my hair right and stuff like that but how much of that do you think influences the the amount of participation like we have from women of color because I know there's a lot of us that do work out and are in the industry but then mm-hmm. um, outside of being in the industry just just being someone who takes their, their fitness you know seriously or who works out we are still like lowering numbers in comparison um so like how much of that do you think is down to that experience that you you that's not necessarily the most comfortable for some people yeah um yeah very important there's quite a few layers in that um so like you I never um would train anyone at the gym and it's interesting actually if I think of my clients my clients are mostly women of color um like you, we like that relatability. We like to see others looking like us in in the fitness and wellness space. It's just yeah. that relatability, I think, is very important. And um, you know, I've been quite open and shared before. There's lots of like fitness festivals, wellness festivals yeah. that you see not now because of lo- uh, lockdown. That you'd see more and more of these festivals um, popping up and. You know, you go to them and you just you really stick out like a sort of yeah. thumb, like you know, in yeah. a, a, a room of, or a, an arena of like a few thousand women, you're seeing like there's like less than 10 black women yeah. and it's, it's, it's not right. And if you think of the stats, like it was, it was actually, I was quite surprised when I did my, I wouldn't say surprised, but it, it was uh, revealing to know that the stats on Sport England was that um, 40% of black women um, don't get enough exercise yeah. and um, yeah there's there's a barrier there and black and Asian women are least likely to get exercise so partly it's because of hair so um, there was stats uh, that well specifically with African-American women that 45% of black women don't exercise because of their hair wow. um, so I want that is a, that's, a, that's an issue and there's there's a lot of layers to that. I think yeah. yes, we're worried about sweating out our hair and stuff, but 
also that impact of physical well-being and how it plays a part in our everyday day-to-day that is I think really key so you've got a few things going on you've got our hair um you've got needing physical well-being to help us in the day-to-day and also inclusivity in these spaces and just being seen um is is important there are some fantastic um uh, women of color with on that I've seen on Instagram and I cheer like you're one of them but um, you know when you look on like certain fitness pages and and fitness attire pages you scroll down the grid you're not seeing that many black women and you know it's 2020 No, honestly. And you know, it's funny because even when, as we speak about hair, I know some people might be like, oh, it's hair, like, why are they? But actually, it's, it, we're saying it as in, in terms of, like, pe- people tend to, or the stats say that 45% of women um, are, are put off of exercise because of their hair. But it's not even, I think it's more than just, oh, they don't want to, you know, aesthetically, they don't want to look a certain way. or they look, But it's that confidence feeling like, oh, when my hair sweats out, people are going to notice me even more. My hair, the texture is going to be more noticeable. And it's mm. feeling like I'm already sticking out. I, I don't <laughs> need to stick out any further. This is already yeah. an uncomfortable space and I don't. So I think it's, it's I don't want people to, to hear what we're saying. I think we're just talking about, oh, they don't want to look a certain way. But it's, it's more about like feeling like you belong in a space. Um, yeah, and, and not um, compromise. And not feeling like you have to compromise because right. it could have been very easy for me to say like the first couple weeks, weeks of wearing my hair naturally oh do you know what this is just too hard I'm just going to go back to wearing mm. like, week. but I'm like well no I want to wear my hair naturally and there are an increasing number of women who are deciding to wear their hair naturally so mm-hmm. it's it's not necessarily like okay I like to look presentable at the gym right <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how need to have like my face caked in makeup but yeah. I like to look you know I like to look presentable and I like to look cute so yeah. it was that combination <laughs> We're by London, where you've got the functional aspect and you've got that real stylish aspect. So I'm just saying to all women who wear the brand, you can wear your hair however you like, short and wavy, braids, twists, locks, natural, weave if you want. Guaranteed, one of the designs is going to suit your hair type and we shouldn't have to compromise. Right. Let's spray. <laughs> no, I think it's so amazing. Honestly, I, I feel like things like this we need more of we need people to like to use their discomfort um as um as a way to change the narrative so like because like I said I could I was just like oh you know I'll just wear and then you know those headbands like from I think they were the 70s where you just they're they're really uncomfortable they actually like put they pull against your hair so they end up pulling pulling out some of your hair but I those ones I tend to wear I'm just like I need something it's either that or not so I I was one of those people that's just like I'm just gonna make do but it, we do need people to be like actually like why do I why do I have to make do if I can you know if if I can make a change why why shouldn't I I think it's really yeah. really amazing and very inspiring but to talk a bit about the design so how did you come up with the design itself and like the technicalities of it like what how did you get to because you have um I think six six um designs for the final um yeah think, is that right yeah six designs for the first collection yeah what was the process of that um so initially um the first idea I had was head wrap um and I was very inspired by certain looks on Instagram Mm. and um they weren't the looks were were fashion looks they weren't um fitness looks but I thought okay I can take this the design of this fashion look and kind of 
implement it in in the fitness space yeah. uh, so it was the it was the rap first and then um and then I thought okay inclusivity what who else can I serve with right. this that's that was the next thing and that's been a question that uh, uh, some people asked me before like how did I think of inclusivity it's like it I it just came like within seconds you, yeah. it's not I think when certain brands think about inclusivity it should come naturally it shouldn't be like an afterthought it should just be a, a, a norm so I was like oh well it makes sense if I have more than one design because then if I do that then I'm going to be able to include more people yeah. um so then what came next was the hijab um yeah. so I was like great that's two and then and then I was thinking okay I got inspired by Pinterest and I was looking at different hairstyles different hair types yeah. and thinking okay what would suit what type of exercise so maybe if you're if you're doing a lighter workout you might just want something to just hold your hair back or you might want a thicker band to to protect your edges and then what I was doing with like my market research was I was trying and testing different like exercises as well so when I went to do hot yoga I'm like okay a band isn't gonna cut it like I need full coverage because whew Hot yoga and <laughs> your hair is not. I'm like, oh, right. If I'm going to return, then I need to return with like some good headwear. And then <laughs> the very last one was the do rag. That was so how I did it. Um, I actually got someone to do the computer designs. Um, like I said, I'm from a teaching background. My drawing technique and style is not the best. Um, and that's quite an important thing. Um, people should know if they're starting a business that you don't have to have all the skills right. like luckily he made sense of my drawings <laughs> and, um, was able to put help me with the designs and we had the five and then it was just last minute I was like no I need and the do-rag needs to go in the do-rag has to go in and then um, we whipped up that design and that's how we came to the six and I've had a look at it. it's so cool it's no I was like this is really cool I'm just like and I keep saying it but it is really cool and it's, it's something that I don't know, I, you sort of, you take it for, for granted, just like, oh, you know, the headwear's not right, that's fine, I'll keep moving. But this is, this is, I feel like this is definitely a game changer. Um, and so when can we expect, because I know that you, you recently met your target um, of um, raising, is it 10,000? Yeah, raised 10,000 pounds in that Westpacker business. Congratulations. Yes. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so now what's next? Like what, what the, yeah, what's the next phase? <laughs> next phase is, um, moving to launch moving to the launch all systems go so um yeah i can now luckily have have the the funds to get more stock in place make sure the marketing looks great that it's hitting the the people that i want yeah. um i'm going to be making sure that my social media is um you know quite as interactive as possible so i want people who follow to to help me choose the packaging and and help me choose these things because at the end of the day, that's uh, I'm, I'm in a position to serve. I'm not the big boss. Um, I'm just the founder of the brand, and and um, I want the message to be more important. So yeah, I'm going to literally take everybody with me step by step. Mm. And I do have a predicted date for the launch, but I'm not going to say it just in case it doesn't hit that. <laughs> okay. We'll be we'll be watching this space. So we'll... oh oh yeah, definitely. Please do. <laughs> Amazing. Um, in terms of like motivation, so. I, I tell everybody that comes on the show, like the reason I started the podcast was to um, motivate people or to just give that encouragement for people who are at the beginning of of a fitness journey specifically, but any journey really um, in terms of like, because I really feel like the beginning, like the start is, is it can be so difficult for some people. 
yeah. for a number of reasons. But I want to ask, in terms of your journey, it's like double inspiration because not only did you start a fitness journey, but then you also started a brand, um, you know, linked to fitness. It's like, there's so much here. But um, like, what would you say <laughs> for someone who is, is struggling to take that next step um, in their fitness journey or in any journey that m- means that, you know, they're actually about to do something new. Like, how did you, what was, what encouraged you and how would you like encourage others, I guess? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, when I started, I was motivated by a holiday. So I'm going to keep it as, yeah, as it's as it <laughs> I wanted to look cute on holiday. <laughs> that was that. Um, but it doesn't always have to come from that place. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe the first step is why, why do you want to, is it, is it that you want work out what the goal is and, mm-hmm. and really like get it down to right down to the T like, is it that you want to be a certain body shape and not be ashamed of that as well? Because, um, you've, you've got the two sides you've got in embracing your, your, your body, uh, and, but which is amazing and you can appreciate all body shapes and sizes. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean you can't push yourself. Right. Um, either you you may aspire to to you know be stronger and fitter, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So yeah, really just crunch down what it is you want. Is it that you want to be a certain body shape? Is it that you need to, you want to be fitter? Is it that you need more energy because you, you're running around with the kids? Like really just crunch it down to what are like the top three things that you need to work on, and then m- m- like schedule some time to get it done, and also try different things so um it's really great seeing so much inspiration on instagram and a lot of social platforms but sometimes if you're starting out it can be very overwhelming because you don't know what to start with um where to do it so i would say try some different things so i i like to try lots of different things i've tried (laughs) yoga cold yoga hot yoga (laughs) running um pilates uh hardcore like uh barry's boot camp um classes one-to-ones pt like be open-minded try a range of things and see what you like because i think what you like will impact you continuing don't just do it because you feel like you have to force yourself if it's really boring and it's really like oh the chances of you continuing is, is, is hard. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be a chore. It shouldn't be a chore. Yeah. I think that's really important. I think finding something that you enjoy will definitely give you that motivation to keep going because otherwise mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it does even at this stage. And I'm, I'm sure you can agree, like even at this stage of, um, of our finished journeys, I, for me personally, I feel like I still need motivation on some days. Like yeah, I yeah. want to do it. <laughs> Absolutely. There are times when we lose our mojo. I've lost, I lost my mojo, uh, my fitness mojo a couple of times, even on the start of, of lockdown, I wasn't really working out to the, the intensity that I liked, but I, I never beat myself up over it. I was like, well, when it's time to get back in, I'll get back in. And, and you do, <laughs> because your yeah. body will, will, you know, it will remember like, Hey girl, we, we used to train like, yeah. <laughs> Remember those days? <laughs> <laughs> Remember those days. <laughs> oh. yeah. So I wanted to ask, in terms of balancing a brand, a new brand, um, and your finished journey, and I'm sure many other things in life, what are some of the things, or just a one thing that you think helps you to find that balance and helps you to keep that like resilience, I guess? Because starting a, a, a company, a brand, is, is not easy. <laughs> um, so how, how do you keep on, how do you 
how do you keep on going and like, what are the things that help you to, to balance that out so that you're still able to stay well within yourself as well um I think it helps that the brand is linked to fitness right. um because it keeps it ensures that I make sure I'm doing the I'm walking my talk basically yeah. so I need to keep it up as well so I mean that helps um I do have um a mentor uh, well two I have two mentors and that again majorly helps right. I mean the amount of stuff that I've learned in the past year and a half has been insane and it, it really really is is credit to to them so pick up my mentors <laughs> I'm always tagging them on Instagram because I'm like yeah this brand would not be where it is without them um and just like schedule things in and don't try and do everything um all at one go because it will just get on top of you just I like to crunch things down so I've got yearly goals then monthly goals weekly goals then daily goals and I make sure the daily goals are like three key things to do maximum and I make sure the most important thing is done first thing in the morning um like sometimes we can kid ourselves by doing like little tasks first and <laughs> kid ourselves and small wins small wins <laughs> And then procrastinate on like the big task, yeah. like um, yeah, just get going on that big task. I think doing the crowdfund really helped. Um, yeah, I learned how to get some balls in five weeks. <laughs> that is a big move, honestly. Um, oh, we're coming towards the end of our time, so I've added a little game that I play at the end of the um of the podcast with my guests, and I've got like a few, so I've okay. chosen two, and you can choose which one you want. One is faves. And then one is word association. So, yes. Okay, word association, like, okay, I can guess what that is. What's faves? Um, so, well, I mean, it's just a quick fire round of your favourites. Um, I just ask you random things. You have to give me the first answer that comes to mind. Oh, God. Okay, let's go with faves. I'm really, um, I know I'm going to pause and, like, start thinking. I'll try not to. <laughs> I'll try not to. That is completely fine. Um, okay, so first one, your favourite fitness accessory headwear <laughs> that was an obvious one um next one your favorite workout when feeling demotivated so favorite workout when, when feeling demotivated yeah um i like a good spin um yeah or dance something where there's a music with a wicked beat okay um favorite hairstyle to work out in pineapple oh that was a quick answer yeah. okay favorite treat day snack <laughs> everything um uh, a good west indian meal but is, that's not really a snack is it <laughs> it can, be, it can work like, <laughs> not a main <laughs> snack <laughs> okay, in, okay in terms of like health, healthy snack i always uh, oh what i'm my, my favorite is popcorn i'm obsessed with popcorn um that's a real obsession and i need to stop <laughs> Is because it's so light you're just like oh I can have an unpacket and an unpacket <laughs> it's like I'll have two kernels and I'm like wait the bag's empty like, <laughs> okay favourite song to work out to oh um, I don't have a particular song I like anything that's Afro beats I love Afro beats oh, love yeah, it Afro house as well yeah okay favourite colour to wear when working out just random just thought you know um, mustard mustard and yellow oh my god 
gosh, that's mine too. Like, no lie, that's actually mine too. Really? Um, oh, yeah, it's just really bright. It makes you just want to be like the sun. <laughs> yeah, there's this um, Gymshark set, like top and bottom set in mustard colour, like okra colour. Oh my gosh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Favourite way to relax after a hard day? Um, sounds so boring. I like to, I do, no, I'm not going to apologise. Mine apologetic. I like to read. Um, and I have my cat on my bed. Uh, he jumps around me, yeah. <laughs> okay. And finally, favourite rainy day TV show? Um, well, now that the crowdfund's over, I'm going to get back to watching um, Hollywood on Netflix because I watched the first episode and then crowdfunding took over. So now I'm like... They can get yeah. back to it. <laughs> back in. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you for playing my game. So in total... What would you say has been your biggest achievement so far, um, both with the brand and with your own personal journey? If you can name one, I know there's been so many, but the first one that pops to mind, what would you say is your, your, the thing that you're most proud of, should I say, this far? Um, um, with the brand, definitely the, the crowdfund. Um, so it was five, it lasted five weeks and it actually ends tomorrow. It ends tomorrow at 10 a.m. And it was the, the scariest thing I've ever done. Um, no lie, it really, really was frightening to do, especially during a pandemic, um, to, to try and raise 10,000. But the amount of support that I got from people really was, it, it, it was lovely. I was just really blown away by it. And it was lovely to see people support um, repost, pledge mm. with nothing to not wanting anything in exchange. So, if I think of a lot of times, sometimes we might have to do things but want something in return. Like, people didn't want anything in return, they just championed the brand. And that really made me feel confident that this is the brand that needs to be out there. So, that really, that was really touching, really, really touching. So, that's the brand. And then, personally, um, leaving my my career to start by London because um, it was a it was a great it was a great career and I I was very comfortable there I loved it there and it can be harder to leave somewhere that you you enjoy yeah um, but I I just knew it was it was necessary and deep down I knew it, for me to to start by London I'm gonna have to um, invest I don't want to say sacrifice I have to invest the time and the energy on this brand so yeah the career had to had to go amazing so finally where can we follow and support um support the journey and and keep up to date with what's happening next yeah so um i'm on most social media platforms so you can find spine london on instagram literally at spine london um you can't miss it because it's very yellow (laughs) um, on twitter as well um i'm on linkedin um as hayley benoit so i discuss spine london there there's a separate page for that and yeah just if you pop in the dms i do reply to everybody and also in the link in the bio you'll see findlondon.com so now that the crowdfund is is coming to an end yeah. um i'm just encouraging everyone to subscribe um to the tribe so they can get exclusive updates and all things by london before i put it out to the public amazing Kaylee, thank you so, so much for joining me today. Um, all the nuggets of inspiration that you've given me. <laughs> I don't even know about the listeners, but I know that you've given me. So yeah, thank you so much for, for joining me today. 
um, I will be following and supporting. And yeah, I really do wish you all the best with, with this new journey. Yeah, I'm really excited for you. And I will be buying the product. Absolutely. Many of them. <laughs> thank you so much for having me on. And thank you so much for the support. It really means everything. Thank you. Right, take care.